Grandma, really? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Chat Machine, the show where we keep it real to real and... I think you gotta explain that. Oh, this one, this boy. One was, uh, this one was all kinds yeah, of Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, today we review the 1972 Liza Minnelli, quote-unquote, hit uh, cabaret. I can't and, believe 83% yeah, of people on whatever yeah. like this movie. Yeah, th- this is you not... You gotta remember yeah. what it is, though. Yeah, this is not gonna be a big, glowing one. Yeah. I, you got to remember what it is, though. Something yeah. that's supposed to make you feel kind of gross. and It's supposed yeah. to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. This movie is Whoa. meant to make you uncomfortable. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's more than it's more than just the visual aspects of it. Yeah. It's the personal aspects of it. This right. movie is not meant to be fun yeah. by any means, and it's not fun. No. It's supposed to make you think. Well, I mean, one. I don't want to interrupt you. I don't know. Yeah, but just when I was building this month, I'm thinking I, I pulled movies that, you know, particularly because this is a love letter to my recently departed grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I this one I looked at, and I'm starting to see themes of movies that she liked with some of the things, because there are some elements that I can draw back and say, okay, that's kind of like Casablanca, but a little odder, mm-hmm. you know, with the Rick and Elsa relationship. In this case, it's Brian and um, Sally. Yep. You know, so I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And I'm like, well, but I'm like, really? This, this one really just, it seems so odd. Like, your grandma used to com- complain about, like, I don't know, today's music with the skimpy costumes and Yeah, but stuff, if it was, so... like, tasteful or if it had a point or, and she had the same thing. She's like, I don't want to stand out there, people who walk out and just shaking their ass. I don't understand. <laughs> Most of them were doing at the Kit Kat Club. Yeah, but it's just like... Which, by the way, I ate a bunch of Kit Kats today just because it was in my head. (laughs) And apparently it's spelled with all Ks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Three of them. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's upsetting. Yeah. The, um... Yeah, and it's... There there was interesting trivia that I found with that. Like, one of the things that I liked about this movie, and there's very little I liked, but the, um... The Kit Kat Club where they had the thing where people would get the the phones and they'd call to table to table. Yep. That is a nod to the origin of the phrase call girl. Mm-hmm. I've seen that in a few other movies, yeah. too. Right? Um, I thought it was neat. I thought what? that was interesting. Yeah. Didn't it, they, that was in um, fucking Earth Girls Are Easy. Yep. Yeah. They had like phones on the tables and they were calling around inside, oh, yeah, inside the club. Yeah, I think it was right. Earth Girls Are Easy. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, I, I want to retitle this movie. I want to call it... Sexually aggressive clowns and also fucking Nazis. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> the first thing we see well, is... blackness and white text. And blackness and white boring. text. And, and it's very quiet, yeah. too. It's very quiet, and we get weird, distorted images, and the first, like, actual yeah. image we see is the the MC, the ah! Master of Ceremonies, yeah. a man with entirely too many teeth. I do not like <laughs> I'm sure he's got a normal amount of teeth, but just like the when he's just there, it's just like, that's too many teeth. Well, he looks oh, fine God. Like if you look it up on Google and you see... He's yeah. a normal person without yeah. makeup. But with this makeup, he's... Yeah. I'm like, oh, first thing, I'm like, oh, God, it's like vampire Pee Wee Herman. A little bit. Yeah. Or he looks like fucking David Spade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I don't know, and I'm man, pretty there's a movie years later called, like, a direct-to-video kind of stupid movie called yeah. Skullduggery. 
that has a magician in it that shows up out of nowhere and just does random shit that looks just like this guy. Yeah, so the the MC is played by a man named Joel Gray. He got a yeah. an Emmy for this, didn't he? He did, yeah. There's a, so it's played by a man named Joel Gray. He's actually the father of Jennifer Gray. Yep. Huh. And that just kind of got me. And uh, for those who don't know, Jennifer Gray is, you know, she's the, the female lead in Dirty Dancing as well. Well, let's say, did he ever put her in the corner? Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, and, and, and uh, for people who don't know, Nick hates that movie. I fucking hate that movie. I fucking hate it so much. Oh, it's such a stupid ass thing. When you're setting when you're setting up your nursery which for your is, new baby, never which, put the crib in the corner. Which is yeah. so funny to me because yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. And it's it's really funny considering how how, how much we similar Nick yeah. and I are. Yeah. So that makes me laugh it, so hard. The thing is, is like, I understand why people like that movie. I get it. It's just my past. I know why. I know why people yeah. like it. Yeah. I understand and appreciate yeah. it. It, it just makes me giggle too much. Yeah, it's like, I get I get why people like you know Karate Kid, but growing up with the name Daniel, yeah, mm, no, 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 I, I, <laughs> it's like no, be, thank you. And believe me, I totally understand that. Yeah, I also give that's one of my favorite movies ever, but I also yep. get why people don't like it. Yes, as well. It's, it's, it's nothing against it, the movie it, itself. Yeah. It's just everyone who thinks they're funny calling me, oh Daniel son. It's like, oh, you're unoriginal. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard I, that before. I do not like the. Uh, shit that this character evokes in my mind, because I feel like uh, also um, I, I think like a m- bunch of different unpleasant things, and um, then I kind of feel bad in a way, because I uh, well, one, I'm also thinking, ventriloquist dummy come to life. For real. And then there's an actual yeah. ventriloquist who's part of oh, the cabaret. Um, zombie, vampire, makes me think of him from Powerpuff Girls, because I think they're pushing <laughs> that... <laughs> Give this man lobster claws right now. They're pushing, I feel like they're pushing that um, aggressively effeminate appearance and voice, but the way he's groping the ladies and shit, sometimes part of the act, sometimes not. Because it's just, well, for one thing, I I can't do him's voice because it's like doubled and tripled over. The fact of the matter is he's constantly looking at the camera and mm. the oh, audience. God, he constantly is looking at you. It's like, he's, Joel, stop yeah. looking at the camera. No, but it's, it's yeah. the, the whole point of his character yeah. is, yeah, he's constantly staring at you. It yeah. makes me think of, like, some kind of creepy devil. Yes. Yeah. It's like he knows you're there. He knows you're watching. Yeah. And that's like, that's part of the, the and, whole... And the movie's watching you back. Yes. Yeah. And that's... Like it's the, the Again, the movie is meant to make you uncomfortable. Like yeah. the twist at the end oh, of Never God. Ending Story. Mm. It's like, yeah, you're supposed to be feeling uncomfortable with, with this. Yes. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like they're kind of pushing that uh, creepy uh, feminine guy button thing. And that makes me feel bad. Like, this is what conservatives see when, like, the conservative goggles when they look at, like, Hollywood people yeah, or probably. gay yeah. people or something. I feel yeah, like this is what they yeah. see. And then I'm like, ew, don't make me think that. That makes yeah, me feel dirty. Yeah, I hate you're, you you're the furthest from conservative I think anyone <sighs> can be. I hate the red goggles. Yeah. I don't like them. Yeah, yeah. man. And I don't know. It just makes me think of all kinds of unpleasant things. Of course, when he puts the wig on and is one of the chorus girls in the dance, that doesn't make my 
the radar go off or anything. But when when you I not, do like that one of the girls. It's on Valley. I do like that one of the girls is very clearly a very clearly a, a guy in drag. Yeah. And I just I love the I love the thing later on where Brian's just he's you know in the bathroom at the cabaret and oh, the, the guy right. walks up to the urinal next to him and he just you know, so he looks over. Double takes. And then looks down. Then looks down. And then, then very just clearly the just stares at the wall. And like look, Just look back at the wall like, okay. Okay. And because then... that reminded me of uh, the like the moment where I realized that I love conventions. It was the first Anime Boston I went to. It was 2006? Yours was probably 2006. 2006, yeah. I believe. And I was just walking around watching all of these people in there, you know, in cosplay and everything. Just kind of like, you know absorbing the whole thing and at one point I had to go to the bathroom so find a bathroom at the Heinz Convention Center I go in there I come around the corner and at like the line of urinals there's Nicholas D. Wolfwood uh, freaking Vash the Stampede and Sailor Mercury all standing at the uh, urinals and I'm just like well alright then and just continue it was one of those moments but um crap I forgot I was trying to explain something but I, I didn't Hmm. I can't remember it. Oh, I just feel like, okay, that that kind of thing isn't supposed to make me uncomfortable, but the, the uh, I mean, the whole, the weird, overly androgynous thing, vampire, um, ventriloquist dummy, I think that, I think it just brings him into the uncanny valley in a way. Mm. But despite his look and voice being kind of aggressively effeminate in a way, his actions are kind of aggressively masculine Right, and it's, yeah. it's very... Yes. Uh, he just comes off as dangerous and insincere and everybody... But that's, the, the that's actually yeah. kind of the point of his character. Exactly. He's, um, he's supposed to make you feel He represents the times, icky. I guess. Yes. Yeah. And you also have to remember that almost everybody in the audience is um, dressed down Nazi. Mm-hmm. They everybody, almost everybody in the audience is, or at least shares is is views. a Nazi sympathizer or uh, a Nazi who is is in plain clothes. So I was kind of surprised when he made that crack about the gorilla thing at the end because I'm like, dude, you know, Nazis take over your ass's grass, and they do take over. Oh, yeah. Which is why, yeah. like, towards the end, it's just like, yeah, Sally seems happy, but how long is that going to go? Right. Right. Like, we know what's coming. This It's 1931. Well, we that's, know what's coming. That's why a lot of the characters in this movie are kind of fucked at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, poor, poor Fritz and Fritz, Natalia. Fritz and Natalia are like, both can, screwed unless they bounce. Because we don't see what happens. We can only hope they get out of Berlin. Well, that's part of it. It's, can, especially in the wiki, they count... They, uh, Count those those both of those characters as tragic characters. Mm. If you read the wiki on them, um, because of the whole oh we can't get married thing. Or no, because, because they're both Jewish. Well, yeah, yeah I know that, but they 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 call them the doomed relationship uh, in the play. They are even called the doomed relationship. I was because if they don't leave the, Berlin, they're they're both screwed. they're going to be leaving in a train car. Right. Which is rich as fuck. Why and couldn't they travel away? They can, but if they don't do it soon, they're going to be stuck. And yeah, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter where they go. Yeah. Um, oh my god, her even even her eye her eyebrows were crazy. Like so many razor thin eyebrows. I don't like eyebrows it's, that skinny. It's, oh, is, remember the nineties? Um, 
I mean, I didn't pay attention to eyebrows, but there's something sinister about over, like, razor-thin eyebrows. I'm like... That was very much the style in the 90s, which means it were very much the style at some other point in, in some other decade. But, like, all the creepy clown-looking okay, cabaret people had here's, those. Here's the deal when it comes to this movie, I, I found anyway, because I paid a lot of attention to the eye makeup in this movie for whatever reason, because a lot of it was very focused on it, especially with Sally. Oh, um, yeah, she never took her makeup off. No, but at the very, very beginning of Sally's makeup, um, especially because Liza Minnelli has such large eyes. Mm. Um, She's basically an anime character. She is an anime character. Um, Sally's eyelashes obviously were very, very overly large yeah. and done, overdone. Yeah. I'm not sure if they were done with extensions or if it was must just have like, it, it must was, have been for yeah. a while. Yeah. But at the very beginning, her eye makeup, especially with the green eye makeup that they were using, yeah. it was kind of done. Darling. It oh. was it was done kind of sloppily. You could definitely tell. But by the end of the movie, her eye makeup was pristine. True. It was beautifully done. True. So it kind of shows the evolution of the character as it goes. It's huh. a good point. Um, a lot of it shows she had green nails like the whole time. She did, except, except for when she when went she to went... go to see her father. Yeah. When she went to go see her father, her nail polish was clear. Yeah, her nail huh. polish was clear, and she and wasn't she was wearing dressed... gloves. Yeah. And... and she was she wasn't dressed outlandish. Well. She wasn't dressed outlandishly when she went to go see her father, and it she was, was not it was wearing a little over the top. But it was a, it was subdued colors. It yes, wasn't she was wearing a black and white. Kind of thing that she does, and she was yeah. I paid attention to a lot of her clothing in this, um, and she was not wearing overly done makeup. Yeah, her eye her eyelashes were down. She was just wearing very plain mascara. She was not wearing any overly done makeup. Her lipstick was clear. Like everything else about her was very subdued when she went to go see her father. How did you see all this when this movie is so dark? I watched I it on my computer. Oh, okay. It's okay. still... The screen it's, was very close. Yes. I mean, very, there was a couple of dark scenes, like when the Nazis yeah. are like... Are beating the... Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of that, there's uh, that the, guy, and then the... Um, yeah. When they... When Brian falls asleep or passes out and they turn the lights off and it's her and Max, like, in silhouette. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was a well, and there's still is the, the Kit Kat Club is dark, and we watched mm-hmm. it, it was dark, and I'm like, would maybe, you want it to be bright and, and see all the detail? I picture everybody's probably kind of gross under that all that makeup. Everybody, yeah. it's kind of it's a it's very cakey, and especially yeah, very cakey uh, makeup, very yeah. dark around the eyes, which is which is what led me to my kind of um, like fan theory, fan canon. That, that I started following in my head because the movie <laughs> was losing me at points. Lost me at the very beginning. You, yeah. I yeah. believe that the MC is actually a necromancer <laughs> who multiclassed into Bard <laughs> and all of all the dancers are actually zombies. Yeah. And the only one who doesn't realize that is Sally. Yeah. And I think this is a better movie that I'm coming up with here. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to pursue it. Crazy billionaire remake. <laughs> Yeah, Brian's like super bland. And Sally's that, like manic, manic pixie dream girl, but also selfish and kind of a bitch. So you don't. Nobody's really that likable. There's no likable like characters in this. Actually, I actually here's the here's here's my here's my quick take on this. Do you know what character I like? Fritz. And you're really I do actually like Fritz. But no, do you know what character I like? And you're not going to be surprised at all. The dog. Is it Maximilian? I do like Maximilian. Huh. I do. I Thoroughly like... Anglo-Saxon looking with blonde hair and blue eyes. Yeah. 
Oh my god, you have a type. I do, I have a wicked type. <laughs> I do, I like Max. Because Max is completely unapologetic for everything he does. Yeah. He is completely and totally 100% this is who I am. I do not apologize for who I am. I am 100% and completely open about everything I'm doing right now. And this cigarette case is an absolute power move. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He, is, he does not apologize for being a womanizer or, you know, a whore. Um, he completely says, yeah. I'm married. We have, an we have an understanding. And I'm basically here for my own pleasure. Yeah. True. This is who I am. Yeah. And I'm I'm p- completely willing to spend all of this money on both of you. Yeah, I just I felt like I I wasn't entirely sure what the deal with the relationship was with Brian because he's often portrayed as kind of like a third wheel, but then the where they're all dancing together, the, well, it's see, like I, an uncomfortable. Clo- it's very full of uncomfortable at first. Close-ups. At first, he is kind of a third wheel, and he's jealous because that's I mean. I get it. She's supposed to be his girl. And she's like, oh, I'm going to use this guy because he has connections. He has I connections. want to be a movie star. Yeah, she has, he has connections and money, and I, you know, I, this is what I want to do. Oh, I'm, I got it all under control. I won't fall in love like um, What's-Her-Face fell in love with Fritz, and Fritz fell in love with her even though he was just going to... He was only going to use her. He, doesn't, yeah. he does not respect her father's couch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was just... I feel like they should have... I don't, I don't know the whole pouncing thing. I mean, okay, that, that, I don't know. That sounds it does, like it started off as sexual assault. And it kind of started. It feels a little raping. Yeah. But, yeah. And then, she and then she responded. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So it felt I mean, weird, but then I liked it. Yeah, should have. I don't know. Uh, I guess That's very Japanese. Yeah. To it me. feels a bit gross, uh, but again. Product of the time. This was from seventy two. You're right, and also the time is it's nineteen thirty one too. Mm-hmm. That's depicting a very volatile time in Germany. Mm-hmm. I do like how Fritz got, gets all upset because she made an honest man out of me. I hate the what fact that this? she made me honest. Ah. <laughs> now, if I tell her thing, now that if I tell her the truth, she's gonna hate me because I technically lied to her. Mm-hmm. Ah. But Why are you looking at me? Because we're kind of jumping around yeah, a little no, bit. No, no, um, no. I, just, I don't I know. Love, I'm just watching the show. Yeah. I just, I love how he finally comes clean, though. Yeah, Because yeah. we're just like, how's he going to come up? Knock, 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 I don't think she cares, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, she does, no, because yeah. that means they can get married. No, but I don't think the maid cares. Oh, all right. Knock, 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 I'm a Jew. And the maid's just staring at him like, why are you knocking at four in the morning? Like, like, dude, for real. It just, I wanted to have uh, the South Park song, I'm a Jew on Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Start start playing, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, that works. I do have a reason why I like this movie. In a very broad sense of the term, like. Mm. When I first saw this movie, I was 19 years old, and I was I watched it while I was in film school. Yeah. Um, this movie taught me a lot about a few certain things. Because mm. I was 19, I was in a brand new relationship, and this movie was the first time I ever actually um, noticed certain things about people. For mm. example... Um, 
I had met uh, a person who was in a polyamorous relationship around this time. For the first time, yes. Yeah. And it was around this time when I saw this movie. Yeah. And I had never knew what the term polyamorous was. Yeah. So when the sort of thruple happens yeah. with them yeah. and the whole scene where, you know, she kind of throws it in Brian's face that she's been sleeping with Max and then he kind of turns <laughs> around and smirks and says that, so and yeah. that he's sleeping with him too. Yeah. I was like... So this shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. confused because Brian seems very uncomfortable for most of the things, and then and then but then they have that conversation where Max is like, you know, as much as he adores Sally, it's kind of nice when she takes her nap. Oh yeah, yeah. she is. Very and they young. and then we have the really scary have, Nazi sing along. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. The very uncomfortable sing along. Um, this movie uses a lot of extreme close-ups. Yes. And yeah. it's uncomfortable. Yes. And it's like, look, teeth. And just the and camera's like right here. I'm singing here. a song, and I'm like, oh, God, he looks like a Hitler youth. His camera he is, is like, oh, it's, it's he's like, a Hitler oh, hey. youth. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Look, he's a brown shirt. Funny. Yeah. Gross. Um, and then all the other people, you can't quite tell what their expressions mean. Except for the little Except old man little who old looks man really like, upset yes. sitting He's there. Like, ah, this bullshit. The other people seem like they could be disgusted or they could be into it. And then they start singing along. Yeah. And it's like, ugh. Ugh. It's they start so singing along. It's a, it's a mix of patriotism and... Anger? Extremism. Yeah. Extremism. And some of them might not even be realizing they're kind of going along with the Nazi thing. It's more, it's like the patriotism is what got a lot of people moving along on the whole thing in Weimar, Germany. And it was just, the whole, the whole situation was fucked. Yeah. It really was. I think the, the ambiguous, unsatisfying kind of ending makes sense when, when you you hear about how it was kind of like, it was based on a play that was based on a guy's book that was based on his trip to Berlin at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess it, it said like he'd met lots of colorful people around the but area, but... Before, yeah, before World War II, like, Berlin was like one of the most progressive cities on the planet. Mm-hmm. True. Like, this kind of stuff, like the like LGBT stuff, was generally like, just like, everyone was just like, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, fine by me. So they're being they're being gay people. They're being well. Even um, Sally's like, oh, do you not sleep? Do you not sleep with women? Because that's that's okay. Like she doesn't care. And and the the. Uh, But I was gonna um yeah. But now I can't remember. Yeah. Um. Oh, I guess he didn't necessarily know what happened to the people he met. Like, like the wiki says something about they might have moved away or been in, in the concentration camp. So having such an ambiguous ending that's a menacing ending is kind of, um, it makes sense. Yes, yeah. like he wanted oh, it shit. to happen because you don't know what happened to these people because you really wouldn't know what happened. Because right. we, we know what happens to Berlin, but well, we don't know about the, the characters involved. Except the lady that Sally was based on. Um, yeah. I think she went to London or came from yeah, London. Yeah, it was or Ross, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you found something different because actually it was um, there was some parts that say that she died, but it was huh? you know, but you found the truth that she was still there. Well, I don't know. It was just a, some yeah. wiki article, so my yeah. may vary. Yeah, but it's, but the uh, I guess the abortion thing did happen. Yeah. Except he didn't knock her up. He just went with her and the uh, yeah, the author yeah. of the book. 
Yeah, there there are obviously changes between different well, ad- adaptations. The author of the book was gay. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Brian in uh in the movie is is bi- you know bisexual. Bi. Um, but he assumed he was gay at the beginning because the three times he tried to sleep with women, things went disastrous. <laughs> things went poorly. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't necessarily. It implies it could be. It, it implies yeah. that anyway that he had, and it ended with disastrous results. They were the wrong three women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a cutesy part of it too. Well, him yeah, trying to find himself too. Yeah, I like that. Didn't you say like when we like towards the end of the movie? It's just these people. They found themselves at the wrong at the wrong point. time. They, yeah. At the wrong is, point, they found each other at the, at the wrong, wrong point, point of their, in their lives. lives. Uh, yeah. yeah, because it, towards the end of the movie, when Sally finds herself pregnant and yeah. Brian turns around after you know she decides that she's going to have an abortion because she doesn't know which one of them is the father between yeah. uh, between Brian I, and Max. Yeah. Uh, well, that wasn't the problem because she was uh, talking. Um, Brian said he would be okay with it, and they had this little fantasy. They go to well. No, I know Cambridge that. No, no, no. I know. I'm talking before that. Oh. I'm talking before that when she okay. first tells him, and she freaks out in the library, and you know he walks her home, and they go to their separate bedrooms, and then he turns around, and walks in, and asks her to marry him, and they have that you know little joyous little party where they both drink with each other. And and he's wearing a necktie. He's wearing a necktie. And nothing else. Essentially, way too many candles. Yeah, and I'm like, how the fuck did they not burn down this house? <laughs> um, had, that had to have taken like three hours to set up, right? Because yeah. I was like, how the hell did they light all these candles and not burn down the set? See, it's around um, now that I start. Um, Sally seems less uh, like an insensitive jerk. She's well. well she, um, Self-absorbed. She's growing a bit. She's yeah. in this particular yeah. part right here. She's she's vulnerable. Yeah. Um. And Brian is, is at this point trying to do the right thing. She's less of a manic pixie dream girl in this. this she's life. she's more like a scared child. Yeah. No. Right her here. the realizations yeah. getting in and what's going on. Um. And she, you know, Brian's like, okay, yeah, we'll get married, and yeah. uh, we'll the cottage move, in Cambridge. We'll go, to, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll move to Cambridge. I'll become like a professor, and you can, you know, we'll raise the baby. Yeah. And she's like, will you be okay if the fact, you know, it's probably yours, but if it's not, are you going to be okay with it? And he says yes. And she had she builds up this life in her head. Yeah. And then they go on this picnic later on, and he's kind of drifting off in his own head. Right. And she starts talking to him about the baby because she is like a constant chatterbox and she seems like the type of person who she needs to talk all the time. And she needs constant reassurance because she has obvious insecurity issues. Well, yeah, obviously because her father hasn't been around. She really doesn't have much of a family. And that's why she wants to be a movie star. She has the constant attention. She needs the attention. She's a compulsive liar. Yes. Well, but... I thought it was just about the dad That's That's the attention thing, though. But that's that's the constant... She needs the reassurance. She needs the attention. She needs the constant you know talk to me talk to yeah. me please help me please 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 just keep keep reassuring me that everything's okay yeah. she's, a, she's and a broken bird brian at this point he's the type of person that i can kind of tell in this movie that he just needs peace and quiet sometimes and yeah. he needs to be in his own head and this right. is one of those times that he just needs to be in his own head and she's doing the constant chatter and he's just like uh-huh and she's uh-huh. obviously noticing he's not in a good 
mood. Right. And it's starting to click with her that, oh no, he doesn't really want the baby or the life. Or, or he doesn't, or the life or that her. he has in, set up in his head is not the same type of life that she is going to end up wanting. And that eventually, and she sees this, and she's kind of plotting in her head that she knows herself very well. Yeah. Right. And she knows that in months, six months, she's going to end up doing something stupid. Yeah. And it's going to wreck everything. Yeah, she's, yeah. So, she's not ready to give up her party, party life. It's not even so much that she's ready. It's, it's that she knows that she's a destructive person. Yeah. At least the way the person she is right now is destructive. Yeah, who she is would destroy her we'll own destroy life. destroy her own life. Yeah, rather than destroying some child. And it does the right. conversation of what the... Um, Kind of a haunting one there. It's just like, well, you think the baby will love me? And it's right. like, oh, he, he doesn't have, have a choice. To. They have yeah, to. Like, yeah, right. there's, there's much of a choice. Right. Yeah. And But the, the fact that she can actually put this aside and she yeah. can actually know herself well enough that yeah. she's going to deduce this yeah. shows that she's growing. Yeah, that makes her more mm. sympathetic than at the That's beginning point, of well. the movie when she's all just right. like, yeah. faking, oh, darling, I want to be a movie star. Right. Yeah. But this right here, this wow. part, shows that she's growing as a yeah. person. That's why she does the responsible thing Yeah. and gets the abortion. Yeah. I, I like how when she gets back, he's like, where's the fur coat? See that's good show don't tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the whole oh I I'll need to get, I need to get rid of this fur coat to pay for it. Yeah, that was a good uh, to get yeah. the pay for the bride. Yeah, it's also really good writing. Yeah. So you know exactly what happened. Yep. Yeah. And it's like ah. Although the editing of the film was kind of confusing at that part because it's like okay now she's wearing a full okay. I was confused. I thought, is this a dream sequence? There's a kid bouncing a ball on some stairs and she walks by in her fur coat and it's like, huh? Oh, okay. She would still, happened. she would still have the fur coat and, and have the kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Wow. So I guess at the huh. abortion place, there's just a random kid hanging around. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure that was a dream sequence. Oh. I'm pretty sure that scene was a dream sequence because she would, because at that point, she would have a kid and a fur coat, but she would be very indifferent to the child because there's yeah. a ball bouncing on the stairs. She picked up the ball, handed the ball back to the kid, and walked back up to her room. Right. She doesn't want to repeat it, like, be her father, basically. Right. Essentially. So she would have no fur coat and no kid, but she'd still have her life. Yeah. So well, I think that's what's supposed to represent. Whatever the Nazis do. Well, yeah, but in, in her head, anyway, yeah. this is... The life that she would still have. It's very wow. I also feel like there's an underlying theme of things going out of control because uh, she keeps insisting, "Oh, I can control Max. I, I, I've, I'm not gonna dump you and fall in love with him or something like right. that." She has. Well, she also has this this weird sort of feeling that as long as I feel that I can control things, everything's okay. And I guess there's uh, issues with. Um, was it the communists that the Nazis were supposed to get rid of or fight or something? People had yeah. this really weird preconceived notion that the Nazis would be able to take over the communists. Okay. And then, um, even though they're basically the same thing. <laughs> but Brian is asking Max, because Max doesn't seem to care uh, about the political situation, so I guess uh, Brian's like, do you still think... Oh, they pass a crime scene um, 
I don't know. Though. We just know that Nazis did something, there's killed some guy. There's a prayer shawl over the over the body, so it was very clearly a Jewish person uh, that yeah. killed under a Nazi banner. Yeah. So um, he's Brian says, "Do you still think that you can? Con- you were you'll be able to control it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I feel." I don't entirely understand what it means, but there's a connection between... Well, um, Max is obviously wealthy, and uh, he Max kind of makes an off, offhanded like, comment like, don't worry about it, this is all just going to blow itself over, this is... It, it's becoming an issue that's, that's just being, you know... Much bigger than you than you really think. This is just you know, it's just gonna blow itself. Don't worry about it. This is not that big a deal. And Brian's just like, no, this is much more of a bigger issue than you're obviously seeing. We're here on the real world, and you're kind of up there in the clouds. You're not even here most of the time. Uh, and so is that why Max? And it took off without them to Argentina. I'm, I'm pretty sure that he, he he bounced because he saw that the political uh, political waters were getting way murkier than he thought. Yeah, interesting. Oh. It was Argentina too. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. but he must have been an asshole because he was going to take he, them to Africa. Well, he said Argentina. That doesn't necessarily mean he went to Argentina. Yeah, true. But why not take them? Because he probably was going to his wife. Yeah, yeah. he was probably I, abandoning his toys. Ah, okay. Yeah, just that's the thing. Is Max Max said that, "Oh, I'm going to go here, darling," and that's not necessarily what he meant. And that's probably why uh, Brian was so pissed because if you saw the last scene, the two of them weren't talking. He just dropped him off, but he was angry. Mm. Brian was very angry. Is that after they saw the the Hitler Youth song? Yeah, that was yeah way oh, after yeah. he um. Sally was packing for uh, for Africa, yeah, and yeah. Brian was angry. So Brian already knew they weren't going to Africa. Brian already obviously knew that there was some sort of breakup going on. Mm-hmm. But he hadn't told Sally anything, and he was pissed off. So I think at that point, even though there's nothing said at this scene, he knew something was up. So when he walked in and saw Sally packing, he was already angry. Oh, is that when the, you should hear yourself talk? Yes. Mm-hmm. So he, A, he knew that Sally and, and Max were, were already fucking, first off. And secondly, uh, he knew that there was a breakup coming. He was just, wait, he just kind of was taking it out on Sally. Yeah. Um. So, and he wanted to hurt Sally, which is why he did, he said what he said. So when Sally threw the slap back at him, he was just like, oh, come on, bring it. Because he's like, I can't wait to slap it back at you. And that's yeah. exactly what he did. Yeah. Um. Oh, I was trying to say something, but I can't remember it now. I keep, um. What was it? Can you tell me? I don't remember. It's gone. No. no. See, what, see, one thing I do like about this movie is that it shows just how gross and toxic the manic pixie dream girl like ideal can be mm-hmm. because it is it is very very clear that uh, that Sally is deeply unwell let's go scream under the train yeah right there yeah. that right there it's like it is she is undiagnosed untreated I mean granted they wouldn't have diagnosed anything in the in the 30s anyway it'd just be like oh just deal with it you're fine yeah but or give the woman a vibrator she'll exactly. get over it it's hysteria yeah 
What about neuroanesthesia, whatever it was? I don't forget. Old timey word for anxiety. Um, no, yeah. Um, no, I know where you're going. Um, I can kind of see it in my head. Neurella. I don't fucking know, man. But I, I know what you're going. I know where you're going with it. Maybe that um, was more 1910. But it's still, it's it's on the same wavelength, though. Um, mm. I don't think she'd even think of it. Now, no. But in that particular time frame, they would have just given her, like, you know, a tonic. Yeah. Which would have just been 90% alcohol anyway. Yeah, you, you probably, Kinda, yeah. yeah you, you probably have ghosts in your blood. Let's do cocaine about yeah, it. Which, <laughs> which probably is why she's so attracted to the Kit Kat Club anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're just constantly drinking at the, at the beginning. Oh, I just she figured... drinks the whole way. Yeah. That just probably shows that she's sad underneath and her she wants attention. So, of course, right. she likes to perform. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's got a. I mean, yeah, everyone's face, looking, everyone's clapping at her. Yeah. It's Liza Minnelli. She's got a damn perfect voice. Yeah. So I kept, oh, thinking, yeah, I kept looking yeah. at her going, remember her mom saying Under the Rainbow. Just keep yeah. remembering that. <laughs> yeah, so I think she's Judy Garland's daughter. Daughter, yeah. yes. She sounds almost exactly like Judy Garland. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dead, yeah, dead on. Yes. Dead on. In I, fact, uh, she and Judy Garland sang. Um, Oh, fuck. What's the name of the song? You and I actually already talked about this song before we, we started. Yeah, uh, before we started talking, uh, before we started recording a song from this movie. Oh, I remember now. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, if, if they were like, oh, the Nazis will get rid of the communists, that just makes oh, me yeah. think of the Simpsons with the lizards. And they're like, oh, yeah, um, we'll get... What was it? Get like mountain lions to kill the lizards, but what? A, then you have a mountain lion problem. Um, I don't know, gorillas. Yeah. yeah. And then you get dogs with bees in their mouths. <laughs> no, and then, and then the gorillas. Uh, then we'll have a problem with gorillas. Oh, those, yeah, the gorillas will die, die off, off in the winter. winter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, maybe this time. Yeah. Liza Minnelli and uh, Judy Garland actually say, performed maybe this time together. On stage, really? at, uh, I forget where, um, but yes, they performed Kit that Kat song. Club. Yeah, that's the Kit Kat Club. <laughs> but yeah, no, they did. They performed it together on stage. Can you imagine a Kit Kat Club would have a left side and a right side? Oh yikes! The same deal. <laughs> that's that would be Twix, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, so I know they have there, but they just have like cis split in the middle in general. <laughs> I don't Not know, like this heathen. You should see how this heathen yeah. eats a Kit Kat. I'm way for like on this. Like a pan pipe. Ay ay ay. That was a terrible pun. I know. Oy. I don't know. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. But um, there are a lot of themes in this movie though that are uh, for 1972. Yeah. Were extremely like controversial. Well, I was but, surprised yeah. that it was 1972. Yeah. I don't know why. Just visually, it didn't. It looked a little later in time, like 80s, maybe. Right? Yeah. Something. Well, uh, the, the bisexuality, bisexuality being treated as positive. Abortion. The abortion, you know, talked her out in the open. Yep. Um, I, I believe her landlady is actually yeah. gay. Yeah. Because she's mm-hmm. dancing at one point with another woman. True. Very, very romantically. Yeah. Oh, um, it did say something. I, I think it was the landlady was changed from anti-Semitic to having a, a Jewish husband or something from between the book and the... I don't know. I don't know. But she Somebody and, was. I don't know. She was dancing with a woman in the living room. Yeah. Very happily. So, 
And they were slow dancing, so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking, too. I thought that was really cute. So, but yeah. it's, uh, I thought that, I thought the, um, the three, the three, the, uh, threesome song, <laughs> that's actually one of the funniest songs in this movie. True. Didn't have to be MC. Anybody but MC. I know, it could have been anybody but him, but uh, yes. And uh, their eyebrows just creeped me out in the creepy, weird German dolls look. Yeah. It's just, if this movie were to be redone... Um, well, we can get into that fantasy cast. Yes, if there. it were to be, though, I'd please pick someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else. Yeah, it's... It doesn't have to uh, yeah. be done in this style. <laughs> yeah, my fantasy casting bit for the MC, I think, would make it be a lot better. My uh, my brain is just shouting, there's no fucking way he has two ladies. You're right. I'm well, sorry, I think the two ladies like... looked like they were way more into each other anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, now I feel bad because my brain is being stereotypical and it's like, don't, 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 don't indulge in stereotyped brain. <laughs> but no, that's what my stupid. I don't, I don't like the way the movie makes me think about visceral reactions that aren't good. You know what I mean? It's, it's okay to occasionally have a visceral reaction. It's okay. No, I mean, I feel like that kind of ties into the theme, sort of. Yeah. Like a, a sense of revulsion that may not be right. I think you're yeah. supposed to, at least with him though. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to find him unsettling because he, he is supposed, unsettling. He's supposed to come off like kind of uncanny valley. Yes, yeah. he is. He's like I keep thinking ventriloquist dummy, especially when his face is painted white with the with the pink cheeks, like a yeah, or hell, you creepy know, doll, or how stuff happens and then. You know, it just suddenly he's there. Right. Mm. And he's, he's, he's there watching, like, hi. He's, he's narrating the plot to us. Yeah. Everything that he comes on with is essentially part of our plot line. Mm. He's True. relevant. Every song that he sings to oh, us yeah. is relevant to our plot. Yeah. Money, 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 yeah. money, 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 money. Yeah. That I mean, was... He kind of... He, he reminds me of Pavi from uh, uh. Repo. Like, Pavi has a lot of the same mannerisms as the MC. Yeah. I guess, I feel like part of what makes that kind of um, character unsettling is a sense of fakeness and mm. menace. Yes. Because, I mean, okay, if some guy in makeup doesn't creep you out, he, he has the other angle covered with the um, I'm gonna sneak up behind her and grab her boobs thing. It's yep. like he's got all angles of of unsettling. Yeah. Yes. And that's that's essentially his character. I feel like he's some kind of trickster god in a way. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's not supposed to be human somehow. He's He's, I don't know, represents the time, I guess. I could see that. He's the zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, he is the zeitgeist. Yes. I, I, I don't know. There's no other way. No, I like it. I like yeah. it. No, I'm, I'm okay No, I, I think you're right on no, that. And also, like, <laughs> the ending was supposed to be symbolic of the fact that all these people were ending up in a concentration camp. 
I didn't get that. There were a lot more Nazis in the crowd at the at the end yeah. than there was at the beginning. Well, that that kind of yeah. makes sense, though. Yeah, because it's, it's warped, and all yeah. you see at the very end is a Nazi symbol. Yeah, that's the, the only thing that, all that sitting you can there see. that they all. Um, the MC says goodbye and leaves, and then but everybody else is supposed to be in a concentration camp in the end. Uh, well, the only thing that you can see clearly out of everything through that like mm. warped little mirror yeah. image is the Nazi symbol. Right. So I can understand where you're tr- where I guess they were trying to go with it. Yeah. Though that's not the image. That's not what I saw. I saw that the whole okay, the Nazis are com- are coming to take over. Yeah. Yes, that's what I got from it. Whether it's a concentration camp or not, that's not what I got. But yeah. Yeah. I definitely saw that the Nazis were coming into power at that point, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it's like one of those things, like, I guess personally for uh, Sally, it's a, a good ending for the moment, but then you get the sense of foreboding where overall for everybody it's gonna get ugly. It's gonna get ugly. The only one who really got out was Brian. Yeah. See, that's what makes it different from your usual kind of Manic Pixie Dream Girl romance kind of relationship thing is they just kind of make up as friends and she lets him go to his life and she's yep has a renewed um, sense of self. Yeah, and she she's like, okay, I like where I am. I may, maybe I'm not a movie star, but I like what I do. Um, and so yeah, I'm gonna sing about um, how you should live life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Even though you, you might leave a corpse, <laughs> a very mm. very um, good corpse, but you know, yeah. Well, that's why uh, when I what I was telling him at the very end that um, when they break up. Is you know after she has the abortion, it's the she has the she makes the decision for the both of them that this is the best course of action. Right. And I said to him, they met and they had their they met when they were both too young, and they met and they had their relationship when they both were just not ready for it. Right. And had they met when they were older and had their relate you know their experiences in their relationships it might have worked out but they just weren't ready for it yet neither one of them i just figured maybe their temperaments and interests were just kind of at odds like he's more okay with domesticness and she's she's just yeah Yeah. theater life person yeah or a She doesn't want to settle down. Yeah, no, he doesn't want to settle. She doesn't want to settle down, but he's already had, like, he's content right at the very beginning because he's teaching English lessons. Mm. All right, I've got a plan. I've I've got a place I can rent some rooms. Okay, I'll just stay on this path. I think he needs a little bit of Sally, though. Yeah, because he does. He, yeah. Because he's yeah. too stayed. Right. Well, that's how the Manic Pixie Dream Girl works. Right. Yeah. But he, that's just that he needs that little bit because otherwise he's just going to be the most boring person on the planet. Very much so. So British. <laughs> Not all British people are that boring. <laughs> so she livens him up and he... I don't know. And he he's that a little down to earth. Right. He's that little anchor for her that he yeah. she needs to be drawn in sometimes. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise she's just going to go bananas. But I think it's, like I said, at the very end, it's kind of what makes her grow enough to realize that she needs 
to be responsible sometimes. Mm -hmm. And she does the responsible thing at the end. Yeah. Because otherwise she wouldn't have. Yeah. So that's the movie. Yeah. And, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. They they, they needed each other. You made a good point, though. They needed each other, but it was at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. You know, at the wrong time in their life. Like, maybe ten more years that they found each other, they would have been fine. Right. And who's to say that even, you know, they they won't... In the future, if the right. movie didn't end so ambiguously. Yeah, but Michael York has almost played the exact same character in Logan's Run. What? Yeah, like, it's in the movie Logan's Run, it was almost the same type. Was like, he Logan? Yeah, he was Logan. Okay, because... Yeah. I don't know, he looks a, I remember Logan looked... The hair, I guess. He yeah. had more hair. Oh, he had definitely a lot more hair then, but Maybe it just was smaller like, or something. But it was very much the same style of a very subdued leadership, a very oh, mm-hmm. this is the way things are, and he didn't. I, I don't know. It just for me, it just this. I don't. When I shut this off, and I went, wait a minute, like something really just didn't. <laughs> I don't know. Something about him yeah, doesn't sit right yeah. with me either. Yeah, Maybe he, he's too chiseled. I yeah. Maybe he's too like. It sounds like an impression of a British person. And, oh, he's definitely British, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's 100% <laughs> British. I don't yeah. know. There's just something I, that, like, he's, it's not like he's bad-looking either. It's just, I don't know. He's. It's What's really funny about this, and Dan's going to make give me a look so bad right now, I saw this movie. <laughs> yeah, I saw this movie. <laughs> uh, like I said, I, I was 19 when I saw this movie. And then I saw him again because he did a guest spot on the Gilmore Girls. This is where the look's coming in. And he played a professor and one of the female lead's best friends ends up dating him and she's like 19 and he's a professor in college. Ooh. Yeah. And... Doesn't he die? He dies. (laughs) He dies in the show. Um... So when I saw him in the show, I went, oh, my God, I recognized him from this movie. <laughs> Jesus. So I was just like, holy shit. I, I saw him while Gilmore Girls was running on TV. So I was just like, I hadn't really seen him in anything else. Yeah. At that time, anyway. Mm. So I was just like, wow, he got old, first off. <laughs> And you know, secondly, and secondly, I was just like, I'm so used to him looking young. So when I saw him in this, I was just like, okay, he's playing a completely different type of character because he had so many more emotions <laughs> on TV. <laughs> so, he's still mild mannered, and, and I guess. but he was like, he had like more passion, and he was making out with someone who was way younger than him. So I was just like. Okay, so this is very different than what I was used to. Mm. So I was just like, huh, okay, I'm a little uncomfortable now. Mm. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, more power to you, dude. Um, you made me uncomfortable, Michael York. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. And I was just interested more in seeing what Liza Minnelli could do. And I think it's when I recently saw something of her when she was um, uh, presenting at the Oscars. She's in a wheelchair and mm-hmm. she's 
with Lady Gaga and obviously having a lot of problems. Mm. Uh, her she had, she had a number of health issues and um, it was one of the stories from the Oscars that you know people didn't really recognize and it should have had more uh, should have had more of a a news on it because mm. it was actually heartwarming is where she was kind of struggling and Lady Gaga's don't like goes don't worry I got you mm. and it was really it was really really sweet but Liza Minnelli has the exact same makeup on really as she does in this movie and I just when Dan when you said like her eyes are really large and I'm mm-hmm. like yeah it hasn't changed at all no she has massive eyes yeah it hasn't changed at all damn and I feel like they should make Living Dead dolls based on the cabaret people on this. Seriously. Seriously. They look like Living yeah, Dead dolls. Yeah, say, Who's the two, to say they haven't? Yeah, like, maybe they're, like the two ladies or something. I don't know. All, all of them, they all yeah. have weird clownish makeup that makes mm-hmm. me think um, 19th century person, whatever they're thinking when they say French whore or... <laughs> right? Um, for real. Or painted whore. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually really curious as... I, I would actually... I don't know if I'm actually going to do the research on it, but I'm actually curious as to the makeup department in this, if they actually used makeup techniques from, like, the 30s on these people to see if they were doing it accurately, because they might have. Just because if they used, like, the the type of powder techniques and things Mm. like that to, to see if, you know, maybe not on Liza Minnelli per se, but on, you know... The girls in the background and everything else, because it's not like they were going to be using professional makeup. They were going to use on whatever the fuck they could get a hold whatever of. Whatever they could do, yeah. So, and, you know, obviously the makeup that they used were, it was very cakey mm. and everything else, because that's probably what all they could get a hold of, which is probably, like, baking flour. Right. And, and like, rouge and whatever else they could yeah. get a hold of that was not, you know, obviously high quality. Yeah. And, like I said, you could tell the difference as... You know, the movie went on. At the very beginning, um, Sally, her makeup was kind of, kind of slapdash. Yeah. But by the end of it, Sally's makeup is very well put together. You think it was because she didn't feel good about herself at the beginning, and definitely had something to do with it. Plus, she probably had, uh, Mm. she probably had a little bit more quality cosmetics as well, Mm. because she probably had some left over from Max. Yeah. Um, as True. well as, uh, you know. Yeah. Plus, she was probably feeling a lot better about herself at that point because she was coming into her own. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. I kept looking at the green nail polish like yeah. Kaz was talking yeah, about. I was like, yeah. hmm, that I, a usual color back then? I don't know if it was, but I wanted to paint my nails green afterwards. <laughs> Because it was just an un- enough unusual sparkly color that I was like, I kind of want to paint my nails green, even though I really don't wear any green clothing. Actually, I'm lying to you. I have a green sweater. And I wear it to work. Yeah, I was just kind of wondering, because at the beginning of the movie, she comes off as very try-hard, like, I'm not like the other girls. Right. And that's what makes her kind of... Kind of creaky. Yeah, and abrasive and not likable yeah. until later. But if that's what they're going for, um, congratulations, movie. I think that's what they were going for because Sally is obviously broken. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. It's more sympathetic later, though. But let's just say she comes across as more sympathetic the more you learn about her. Yeah. 
And I think because we watched this in chunks, and we started watching it last Lots night. And, yeah, and well, in chunks, so two chunks. But we watched it, and it's just you know we had to stop for a little bit, then watch it stop. Like, no, at me. first it was like a little bit odd, and maybe it was the mood for the week. But we did say that that you know the second time around it was like okay, she's a little bit easier. And yeah, a little bit easier. When you're tired from a long week and all you want to do is, like, I don't know, uh, play games or whatever the fuck, um, it's kind of a hard watch. Especially with the op- when you're opening with that creepy mofo. Um, yeah. And, and then it's like, I don't, I don't like this already. I, I'm not going to like this. <laughs> then it's... Yeah, we about an hour in, I think, we were like, let's just do this tomorrow. Yeah. And we did, and yeah, it, it started to be better. It was a lot better today, which was tomorrow, yesterday. <laughs> I want my mind, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's... Like I said, it's not an easy watch. No. And it's supposed to make you uncomfortable, but the point of the movie is it's supposed to make you think. Good point. I'm not yeah. sure what the conclusion we're supposed to draw from it is, though. You don't like Nazis? <laughs> yeah. I think that's the conclusion. Okay. Don't like Nazis. Preaching uh, to the choir. Yeah. Don't like Nazis. Nazis. Um, That people are different, and people's lifestyles are different, and... Yeah. And, yeah. you know, don't judge a book by its cover. I thought they were kind of going with that with the song with the gorilla, and then he just adds that nasty little, um, you can't tell she's a Jew thing at the end. It's like, oh my god, now I hate you. Right. I didn't, right. I was like, well, he did that because, like I said, most of the crowd yeah, yeah. are Nazis. Yeah. But to me, not, I feel like he's not so much like a person-like character, but it just, like, if he if he was meant to represent a person, it'd be like oh, an opportunist who blows, who just does whatever the audience wants. Oh, right that's or exactly wrong. what it is. So that right. just makes him come off as even extra skeevy and oh, dangerous. Yeah. He's that's exactly it. Like nothing is sincere. Nothing um, is absolutely nothing. He's playing to the crowd. I don't like him. No, you're not supposed to. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he. Yeah. I don't He's know. Terribly I, I, uncomfortable. Yeah. I always like doing this when we talk about some of the movies because then it gives me a different perspective on things I watch. It's really, I think the whole point of the show and like the whole point of the whole idea of movie theater time machine, at least when I first came up with the idea or we started to come up with the idea, was just to give laughter and get people to think when things got very divisive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they've been divisive for 40 something years, but I mean, you know, at least for, for at least almost all of our lives. Um, hasn't but, people always been divided? Over well, I think yeah, I think it really like lately has been more. But it's just to yeah, yeah. to get in and talk about it. Or like, okay, you come in there and sit down and go, okay, let's just get this over with, or maybe just get through. It's kind of a rough movie to think about it. Come back and go, okay, yeah, I can kind of see how these things mm-hmm. work, and you know that I, I can see why you think that way. Okay, I can see it. Would I want to go back to this movie again now? No, no, and you no. don't have to. No. I feel like. It would be um, better the second time, but at the same time... Uh, Do you no really thanks. want to watch yeah. it again? No. no. No, thank you. And you don't have to, because you've seen it already. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't regret having seen it, but I don't think I'd seek it out again. Yeah. Also, I gotta say, when she's singing Mine Hair with that bowler hat, her costume just made me think, 
hey, what if those sexy Halloween costume manufacturers decided to make sexy Charlie <laughs> Chaplin? That's exactly what I thought, too. And, I mean, but forgot the mustache. Yep. Oh, well, the MC remembered the mustache and put it on himself. But. Yep. <laughs> it reminds me of one of my favorite bits from The Office. It was a brief thing where Pam was working in a different office for a little while, played by Jenna Fisher. Mm. And it was a Halloween episode, and uh, in Scranton, everybody was wearing costumes. In the New York office, nobody did it. She was like, nobody told me nobody wears the anything. You know, nobody wears costumes. She's dressed as Charlie Chaplin. Oh, no. She says, you know, I can't do this. I can't even take off my hat, because if I take off my hat, I'm Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was like grease paint. Oh, no. <laughs> Smear it even longer and go grouch, full groucho. Yeah. It's true. But then you need th- the glasses. Yeah, or go thinner and you're just, um, you know, smearing out thin and you're uh, Claire Gable. True. Well, yeah. You'd have to push it down some. Yeah, pow. yeah. You kind of, yeah. Oh. Oh. Sorry, that's my, uh. That's my phone telling me that my sensor is not working. Anyway. Oh. Oh. It's, so, it's because it's off. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's the but movie that's with Cabaret. this. Yeah. It, it's interesting. It's uh, a thing. Yeah. There are songs. Uh, yeah. None of them really stick out much, honestly. No. No. All right. Let's. Kind of catchy, but just I don't know. Every time I'm like, oh that, no, not MC again. Please don't. Yeah. That goddamn money song has been stuck in my head all money, day. Money, 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 yeah. money, 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 money. Is that what loops in Mr. Krabs's head? <laughs> Pretty much, I'd say. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Now I'm thinking, what if it was <laughs> replace what MC with Mr. Krabs? Fantasy cats thing. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. So oh. I'm gonna do a quick let's, little. Uh, yeah, let's do something about the forty forty one media. Talk to you soon. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back. All right, folkies, fantasy casting. Oh, man, there's just so many ideas, but I don't know what I would do with them. Yeah. See, I, I just I just want to pursue my uh, idea of the necro necro bard. Yeah, you go right bard. ahead, man. Yeah. Would that bard play like heavy metal? Yes, death awesome. metal specifically. Oh, oh, I feel like you'd be at home in that brutal legend game. That game is so good, but it is completely unstreamable. Oh, so it's oh yeah, sorry, it's man. Only, yeah, it's not gonna come out. It's a sixteen. <sighs> I will... Brutal Legend is such a good game, but you cannot stream it because of yeah. all of the copyrighted music. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I will uh, take out Michael York, going to put in Matt Smith. Yeah. Okay. okay. One of seven BBC actors that exists. <laughs> yeah. Well, he'd automatically be more charming. Uh, 27. Would he be wearing a fez at any point? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Maybe in that bedroom scene instead of the tie. Oh, it would be a bow tie. In just a fez. Yeah, just a bow tie. <laughs> Bowtie, Fez, and also, like, I think you'd make a comment of, like, when she first tries to sleep with him, putting that, like, takes the record player and puts the most awkward I want to fuck music on. Did you see him in the crown? Yeah. Did you see him in the crown? I did, yeah. Yeah. I did, yeah, where he was playing Prince Philip. Prince Philip, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that very much. It just, I yeah, it just I think that I'm like okay, that would be something a little different. It would be a little more charming, and I think he would just be exploring it more like an alien culture. <laughs> so does that mean he would end up in a threesome with Amy Pond and Rory? Yeah, that, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I believe that was a that was a Doctor Who parody porn, that was, probably. That was probably, I'm, a fan I'm sure yeah. that's somewhere on Tumblr. That's yeah. such a fanfic. Yeah, but see, the music was another thing that was unsettling about this movie because. I mean, it's not the time period's fault that creepy, tinny um, rec- gramophone music has been used in, like, horror movies. Yeah. Like, yeah at the, like, the end yeah. of The Shining. Yeah. But <laughs> also what it, that, circus music, too. It's that's just, what I was thinking of when I heard the fuck music. And I'm like, do, 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 do. Uh, it's like, quick, get out the sex trapeze. Yeah. Oh, my God, no. Oh, God, is she going to tie his dick in balloon art? What the hell? Oh, God, no. Horrible sex clowns or something. There, Ew. there is a yeah. uh, show in it was in Vegas for a while called Puppetry of the Penis. Oh God! Oh, no, God. where it literally yeah. is balloon animals with dicks. I'm okay with this. Okay. Yeah. okay with this. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. I'm not sure what I'm okay with, but it's. Are fine. you trying to convince yourself to be open-minded and yes, it's not working? Yes, a little bit. I'm, I'm trying very desperately to say I'm okay with this. Oh, come on, you don't you don't want to see? It's uh, just like, oh look, <laughs> that's a giraffe. Nope, nope, it's fine. What about the goat? Oh, that was a different movie. <laughs> you do this, you are a god. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. At the very beginning of this movie, I got real. Fucking A vibes. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Jeez. It's yeah. so true. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's some fantasy casting that will make oh, it God. automatically better if if you don't like being made uncomfortable on purpose. Jim Vardy. No, no, no. Replace the MC with the Joker from Batman. And we which got, one? I. Damn it! He asked me that too. I don't know. I don't care. Anybody? If you want, ex- if you want excessive creepiness, you're gonna go Jared Leto. Yeah. Because that man is, Why? is horrifying. Oh God! And and his Joker appears to have a tryhard vibe too. Oh, absolutely tryhard. Yeah. Oh, girl. Also, he he's kind of can't we just a have, cult leader, like, which is bad can't too. We just have Heath Ledger back. No, mm. oh, poor man died. Can't yeah. I have Heath well, Ledger that's fantasy ca- casting, so it don't matter. All right, so let's roll through those. So I don't the, know. the, the Jer- be Mark Hamill for no, all but the Jared. Okay, the Jared Leto all version. Right. What would happen? Mark Hamill's my Joker. Know. Okay, so I'm just we, picturing the Joker. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what if it was the Jack Nicholson one? What if it was the Lego one? <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah, which that does not get enough credit because that movie was really freaking funny. <laughs> Unexpectedly funny. I haven't seen that Lego Batman, but I heard it was good. It's really good. I it's... feel like it would be less uncomfortable because you know what the Joker's about. So yeah, 
He's straight up evil, you know. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, at the very end, he's of, yeah. psychotic. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and Hollywood he's needs to stop thing. trying to give him a backstory and make him relatable. He's not. He's supposed to be like yeah. terrifying force of fucking chaos. Oh, like the MC. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. Yeah. So, so now we have a DC MC. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so is this an elaborate crime plot? What about AC MC? How does what's Joker's opinion on Nazis? Uh, he does not like them. Oh my there god! There was a crossover. There was a crossover between DC and Marvel, where Joker teamed up with the Red Skull, Ew. and then later found out that the Red Skull is actually a Nazi. Ew! And that and and Joker's like, wait, hold on, this isn't just a gag. You're actually a Nazi, and he and Red wow. Skull's like, yeah. He goes, well, screw this. I might be a psychopath, but I'm an American psychopath. <laughs> wow. So he's got amoral. Oh just a single gosh. one, but wow. he's got one of them. Okay. That, so, is your divi- that is There you go. What was that on? Uh, this was, it was in a comic uh, back yeah. in the day. I want to say late 80s, early 90s-ish. No kidding. That's when they started doing those crossovers. I, I, I kind of blew my mind on that. Whoa. Hey, I saw, look, it's the only moral the Joker has. Yeah. Hold on to it. <laughs> I saw I saw a panel Being from moral, it. I'll yeah. have to... <laughs> <laughs> just got that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I saw a panel for it. I'll have to find it and share it with you guys. But yeah, it's just like Joker finds out he's been working with a Nazi and he is... Not okay with it. Mm. I don't think Nazis would be okay with the creepy clown. Have you seen the Red I, Skull? I, I He's know. not that off, far off from a creepy clown. It's true this. Yeah. Oh, well, do cl- most clowns have a red skull? They're they're very well made up. <laughs> uh, but I I don't know. Would this be some kind of crime plot? I, I don't know what would happen. Um. Would people get gassed in the audience? Oh, God. Oh, Joker. shit. That makes it so much worse. Is, jo- yeah. is Joker gas a, a different version of Zyklon B? Oh, my God. I oh, didn't even no. think of that until mm. I said it, and I'm like, oh. Oh, that, ca- that came out your mouth. I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. wait. Yeah. <laughs> you just made this super fucking yeah. dark. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just had something to for... Oh, oh, oh. The MC uh, replaced uh, Joel Gray with Mr. Bean, and he just does. He never actually talks. It's just him yeah. making faces. Yeah, oh God, that just makes it to me. Mr. Bean is like so. <laughs> it's so fucking creepy too. Yeah. Uh, Rowan Atkinson, man, uh, yeah. I love you, yeah. dude. I fucking love you. Black Adder is an amazing goddamn show. Yeah. Fucking Mr. Bean scares the shit out of me. Yeah. I cannot stand it. I just sort of he comes out. He's like, ah, yeah, ah. I can't, I can't, man. Like, I can't. I he was, he's he was as great as the store I, clerk in Love Actually. Though. He is. He's a great dude. Rowan Atkinson is an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. I have all the respect for him. I cannot mm-hmm. deal with Mr. Bean. Mm-hmm. I cannot. Mr. I don't Bean know. is a living mannequin. Yes, uh, and I think that's part of the reason for it. I don't like. I don't like mannequins. mannequins. I don't like mannequins. I'm yeah. not. I'm. Creeped out by like porcelain dolls. I do not like them. You're, you're going to be real upset with the with the latest season of Magnus Archives, though. Probably. I'm, I'm, what about Pinocchio? Pinocchio is. I'm okay with it because because <laughs> it's animated and it's he fine. He wants to be a real boy. He wants to be a real boy, and it's fine because he's. What you know, if he was blessed by, by a fucking fairy and it's okay? Blessed by Polly Shore. Ugh. That is a thing. <laughs> that God. happened. Yeah, that that is a thing that happened. Why? 
Is for, it some kind of why? psyops thing? Because wasn't yeah. the movie from Russia? It is a Russian thing. Yeah, psyop. <laughs> yeah. I don't even. Want Daddy, it. I want to be a real boy. I want to see the world. Yeah. Why it, yeah, is this a it's, thing? It's one of those things you. <laughs> Did watch. he really need money? Possibly. Lord. It's one of those things the you talking you, horse yeah. is John Heater. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 I forgot about what that movie part is too. This? Yeah. It's, it's obviously a Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Wait. Is it the CGI one? It's a CGI one. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Doug Walker did a review of it. We watched it. And and you're like, oh, that's too, a thing. Right? Yeah. Or somebody. I don't know. I like to watch reviews that are funny and make fun of movies, so I've yeah. seen a review of Daddy, this Daddy, I want to be a real boy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> oh, yeah I think Doug Walker god. had the better commentary on it, but man, it's... Oh my god. It's something you gotta see. <laughs> um, now I'm wondering... Uh, so, how does... Where did we leave off? Um, my brain's Mr. just going. Okay, oh. Mr. Bean and oh, it looks like the dice like. Oh, that. and they liked it, so it's. I guess it's fine. Uh, so does that mean Mr. Bean is actually Joker? Is that is that his backstory? Yes. How uh, you do? This is gonna be a weird dream for you. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. I already had a weird dream about some kind of weird TV shows, but the characters were appearing with like that Mimi Bobek makeup. <laughs> well, because well, that kind of makes sense, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. That makes is this sense. a psyop? Yeah. Is this some kind of weird Russian propaganda? Uh, so, yeah. so my brain just mixed together all kinds of creepy shit together. Like, mm. uh, see, I dreamed I was in Weimar, Germany last night. So, yeah. uh, wow, I didn't I, have any of those types of dreams last I night. I want to swing back here, just do one more to kind of make it a little easier, but. Um, um, as much as I didn't want to replace Liza Minnelli, I would say uh, Liza Minnelli swapped out for Lady Gaga. Okay, I actually have one too. Yeah, I have like a twenty-seven. Thing. I was gonna say Katy Perry, but yeah. just mostly just because yeah. I want to see her in that in that uh, singlet. <laughs> oh come on! No, I have one. She's a firework. I have one though. <laughs> I have I have Dude. a replacement yeah. because, and Dan will understand this because she actually kind of already. Dig this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I could replace Liza Minnelli with Catherine Zeta Jones because she already sort of yeah. did this a little bit. Okay. If anyone's ever seen the movie America's Sweethearts, yeah. um, Catherine Zeta Jones sort of did this little role at the very beginning of America's Sweethearts. It, by playing a cabaret dancer, it's like the it's, it's like it's, in the background of a of a certain scene, and yeah, it's like yeah, and it's okay. almost identical to. Um, Didn't she do this in Chicago? Too? A little bit, but yeah. Chicago is based on the play Chicago. Yeah. Um, in America's Sweethearts, uh, there's a role that Catherine Zeta-Jones' character is playing. She plays a cabaret dancer, and she's doing a cabaret... You don't get like, to press guns? What are you, crazy? <laughs> yes. Thank you, Stanley Tucci. Uh, <laughs> No, that's actually Billy Crystal, actually, yep. in that one. Do you need the he's dice? In his, yes. He's in his little crazy hut out in the woods, right in his movies. It's the Unabomber's hut. <laughs> I need to watch that movie again. That's such a good movie. Um, it's his little madman hut. <laughs> yes, and our patron seat is in that movie as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. He is the madman writing movies in the Unabomber hut. <laughs> 
If you haven't seen that movie, it's a fun movie. It's so good. <laughs> Sorry, Luke, you fired. Oh, uh, that's a 28. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Man, beat mine. Uh, I mean, Cat- uh, um, Catherine Zeta Jones in that outfit, I'm, I'm okay with. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what she looks like. Um, do you remember uh, Rock of Ages? That we were watching. She was the very angry, um, we're not going to take it, Mom. Oh, yeah. the one that turned out to have... To have been uh, one of his uh, one of his groupies, yes. Oh, um, okay, I guess. But I was thinking, I want more of like... A, okay, so when when you get to that the scene in this movie where, with the creepy Hitler youth thing, so badly, I just wanted to, I just wanted to cast the the uh, patrons of Casablanca of Rick's Cafe to like shut them up with a counter song. <laughs> that would have been great. I know, and when they're at the train station saying goodbye, that also kind of made me think of Casablanca just a little bit. Just yeah. Mm-hmm. There are some shades too, which made me like understand. I'm like, okay, I. It still perplexes me when my grandmother liked this movie. Yeah. Because it's such a difference from the other four that we reviewed this month. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's just, uh, not only because it's a musical, but it's just, it, it just it's like... It's uh, full of sex stuff. Yeah. It, I yeah, mean, it, it show much, but... Well, there's always a thing that she did say. It was that, you know, some of the older movies where it's like you knew what they were doing. They didn't have to show anything. But this one was, well, for the whole cabaret thing, there's a yeah. aggressive sexual vibe there. Yeah. So they had to show it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, not sex, but just but like some of it more was of left, a butt. Yeah, some of it was left more to the imagination. And I also think cabaret, you could show um, you could show a sex club and then you could show cabaret, and a cabaret is all obviously more tasteful. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, so I, I could see that, but it's just this one... This one obviously went went the other direction. Oh, and when Fritz is uh, talking about Nazis and baseball bats, I think, oh my god, Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I want Inglorious Bastards to is, come on in. And is Fritz man the- wants to die for his country, <laughs> oblige him. <laughs> is Fritz the bear Jew? I know, I'm like, you must become him. <laughs> Stalgrad. God uh, dang, huh? That's good. Well, yeah, I just wanted other it, movies to yeah. um, invade this movie. <laughs> yeah. So, so cabaret. Yeah. Not, not horrible, but I wouldn't call it amazing either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's on the list. I'm sure there are people who will disagree with me. And like I said, I don't regret having watched it, but I doubt I'm gonna like, yeah. seek it out again. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that does it for now. Okay. Um, I just want to thank everybody for allowing me to do this round. This oh, yeah, was no super, super, super therapeutic for me um, with all this. And I think, you know, this what we do with Movie Theater Time Machine, just speaking just to the listener right now, it's all for... We have a lot of shit that goes on in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I'm not going to name all of it because then this will take another hour. <laughs> Uh, but there's some but shit going there, down. There's a oh, lot. Yeah. There's a lot, whether it's in your personal life or others. But I think we can always, we can always relate around the movies, and mm-hmm. we could always like to take time to appreciate what's going on and appreciate a story that's being told. 
And I can remember my grandma putting in a VHS tape of something really bizarre and seeing, you know, the, uh, seeing the Columbia Pictures, you know, symbol or something coming up and going, okay, this is going to be interesting. And the countless amounts of DVDs that she handed me, whether it was, you know, through the years saying, you might like this movie or you and your wife might like this or this is going to be wonderful. Kaz may like it too. Try it out. It's girly. Even yeah. though it wasn't, that was no way near what Kaz would want to do. <laughs> the look on Kaz's face just now went, like, what? what the fuck? Like, it, uh, it just, for all, you know, it's, that's just kind of random. I think I was always appreciative because it always said, you know, look at the story that may be told and maybe we can get something or some appreciation of something. And but not Ocean's Eleven. Fuck not Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> no, no, no. The, remake, the remake with George Clooney's all right, but the original, who? Yeah. That I don't movie? know. The remake with George Clooney was long, too. Yeah, it was but, long, but, but, it was long, but stuff fun. happened. Stuff Ocean's happened. Yeah, but stuff. This was just people standing around smoking. But, yeah. but you know, actually what we do is we will release the uh, redo of the hundred and a half episode episode where we interviewed my grandmother and she yeah. puts that movie in a very different light which made me understand it more even though I still don't like it <laughs> but it did it was something really interesting that she said you know these were people you didn't see any of these people but you listen to the music and you went to it because you heard the music and you get to see the people you've been listening to and I'm like okay gotcha it's a little different and uh, okay, also, I follow, yeah. but still, man, yeah, no, 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 but there's differences. So, uh, thank you, everybody. Um, you know, we turn it, I turn this back over now to Kaz, um, uh, for next month because next month's your uh, your month, uh, yeah, but I don't know what I want to do. That's okay. Well, we've we got time when yeah. we when we know, you'll know, listeners. yeah. We'll figure so it out. we'll figure it out more. So um, I guess we'll sign off here. So be good and take care of yourselves, but don't be too good. <laughs>